to the After the Checkered Racing Podcast. This is Coy. I'm joined tonight by Josh and our special guest tonight, our senior NASCAR correspondent. Kevin, that's uh, that's a big title to live up to, but I'll try not to let you guys know. It is. So, it uh, is. It's so, also not real. <laughs> it's real to us. Yeah, it's real to so, Kevin. Well, welcome, Kevin. Um, you know, as we know, we go around the horn, say what beers we're drinking. So, you know what? I, yeah. We can kick it off with you, but I already know it's a Budweiser. Yeah, yeah it's been a Budweiser for, for years and years. But Although I mean, it looks like you pulled out a Diet Coke. Yeah, but. yeah these are the uh, somehow already the Christmas cans. Too which, early for Christmas. Yeah, is, is, is not something I'm super it's into not yet. not Thanksgiving. Yet. No. So two, week, two weeks ago, I talked about it, that Christmas sales are up before Halloween. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. Christmas doesn't start till after Thanksgiving. Exactly. Um, not with you. No. But I do want to say, I do want to say this bud is for our veterans today. Uh, oh yeah, our, yeah! Our Happy Veterans Day! Happy yeah. Veterans Day! Thank, Thank you, everybody, you. for your service out there. Thank you to all the veterans. For look at that, just coming out swinging. Yeah, yeah. stealing our thunder. All right, <laughs> Sorry, just boys. making us look. So terrible. this is the last time Kevin will be on. <laughs> yeah, Kevin will never. We're not going to talk to him anymore. I am drinking tonight the uh, Founders KBS Espresso Stout. So how is that? It's muy delicioso. All right, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> I just can't justify it. It's like 20 bucks for a four pack. No, it's like, this was like 15. Okay. But it was really good. I mean, for a really four good. pack? For a four pack. Yeah. It's man, really it's a little fancy as opposed to your Budweiser. Yeah. Ah, it's high test though, man. This stuff's like, uh, I don't know what it is. It's like 11%, something like that. Mm. I don't know. It's a good thing you're walking distance from here. I drove. He's still drove. <laughs> of course. All right. I'm drinking uh, Four Hands Absence of Light, but it's the peanut butter and jelly combo amazing koi hates it kevin's, Taste- pro- kevin's probably never had it nor will he ever have it no no it tasted accurate. like nyquil to me the green one or the red one not the good yeah green but two one. weeks ago you were drinking nyquil yeah that's true well green death is you know that's my jam but yeah. the red one is just no good yeah all right well as usual guys we'll post pictures of the beers Absolutely. even kevin's budweiser but we'll get that up on social media so we'll uh we'll jump right over to our brief formula one and indycar talk we don't really have much well we have a little bit of formula one yeah a little bit a little bit of formula one jumping into the turkish grand prix you know that's a race they haven't been at in in, in some time so yeah jump into that but first we got a little bit of i guess it's indycar hybrid between indycar and and formula one so not much indycar news the only thing we really have like i said a transition kind of a hybrid between f1 and and indycar one of our favorites here on the podcast romain grosjean uh, he's looks like all signs are pointing to him racing an IndyCar next season. Yeah, it's it's kind of hilarious because typical Romaine, he said if he would have been more aggressive in his pro in his approach and actually checked the calendar and seen that there's not many oval races, he would have signed on earlier. So like he even wrecks when he's not even racing. He's not even paying attention. Yeah, he's not even paying attention. To, well, I mean, you know, I just can't wait to see him wreck random drivers in the first corners at uh, in IndyCar races now. I think he'll actually be okay, but he said he's already been reaching out to Marcus Erickson, who is probably one of the best drivers to transition from yeah. Formula One to IndyCar. Oh, sure. Um, just picking his brain, kind of gauging interest, seeing, you know, getting advice. So he's going about it the right way. Um, he also said that the competition between cars, you know, there's a, he basically said what we've been saying. There's a couple teams that are, you know, ahead sure, of others. Yeah, but the, and, and but the competition's close to, you know, pretty much anybody can win, yeah. unlike F1 right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I've heard a little bit about Kevin Magnuson possibly making that jump, too. And, and I think it might be that place in IndyCar. It would be really – I mean, IndyCar is getting some – got some good young drivers, which you saw this year, but it would also be good to see maybe some drivers who kind of crash out of Formula One or, you know, maybe they don't you know, quite make it 
maybe seeing them make that jump to IndyCar and, and see if they can make it. Yeah. Kevin, what do you think about IndyCar? Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, Dynamite uh, dropping, Monty. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you brought me in as the NASCAR guy. If Kevin's really, Kevin's really loving the grind, talk. Yeah, if you can't bump and grind on the side of a vehicle, then I'm, I don't know if I'm into it. Right. So we'll we'll switch over to, to F1 now. This weekend we have the DHL Grand Prix at the Inner City Istanbul Park in Turkey. Good uh, job. That's a wild name, and you can tell they added yeah. it in August. Just oh, based yeah. Just the name alone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, this wouldn't have been on the calendar if it had not been for COVID and kind of the, the races they've added in throughout Europe. And, you know, I'm looking forward to this. This just track's got some uh, – haven't been there since 2011 and 2011. Yeah, Vettel was the last one. Vettel won a couple races here. Vettel was the last one to win a, a Formula One race there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was racing for Red Bull at the time. There's actually three active drivers on the grid right now that have won at this track. Mm-hmm. Do you know who they are? Let's see. This is our weekly be, trivia. Yeah, let's go with Vettel. Three active drivers. I'm going to go Raikkonen, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go Hamilton. Damn you and your weird memory. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. I mean... I, I want to say that Raikkonen won this race in 2007 on his way to the championship for Ferrari. He won the first He won the first F1 Grand Prix at this track. Yeah. So I think that was either 06 or 07. Yeah, which I... Yeah, like like I said, I think that that was 07, so... Yeah, so... But, it, um, it, it'll be an interesting race. Kind of like these ones because there's drivers don't have a lot of experience right here. Um, sure. Yeah, they don't get a lot of... Uh, don't get a lot of practice. There's not a lot of data on it. I mean, you know, it's a... It's the the Hermann Tilka drums that you see, but the tracks are not real great for passing. There's a fun corner turn eight is is going to be kind of probably flat out this year, with uh, I mean, it's been flat out in the past, especially with these cars in the downforce that they generate. I would imagine it'll be flat out, which is always kind of fun to see that. It's kind of G loads put on a car, see what a driver can do. You know, you got to do seventy or so odd laps, and, and, and with those sorts of loads on it. Should be interesting to see, and and also can be real stressful of the tires. But I mean, we know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. We know who's going to win. Gonna, we do know who's going to win. It's going to be Hamilton. Botas is going to be leading for forty percent of the race, and then they're going to say, "Hey, man, you got engine issues." And he's like, "Cars running fine." They're going to bring him in. At Hamilton. Hamilton's yep. going to take the lead. Right after Hamilton bitches about how bad his tires are, about how his <laughs> tires are graining, then he proceeds to set fastest laps three consecutive laps or and then he wins by 20 seconds or he'll get a virtual safety car that but again the big question is who's going to be in that third position you know every week we kind of pick grib i know you're not a big f1 fan kevin you're not a big f1 fan but we're gonna have you pick too even though you don't know any of the drivers we're just gonna have you throw out a name maybe it's a formula one driver maybe it's just somebody else (laughs) so our only rule is is that you can't pick lewis hamilton or or valtteri bortas okay only two so Cool. So those are the only two I, I've heard of. So there's about, you know, a couple billion people on this planet. Just pick a name. Uh, so, so I'm currently showing Grib the Formula One standings. So while they're doing that, um, the only other news about this race that I really have is that the Ferrari team principal said that he's skipping this race to focus on the 2021 car. So you might want to pick the Ferrari drivers because as long as he's not there, they can call the shots. They're good. Um, yeah. Also, he needs to spend all the time he can to fix their car for 2021. Well, and yeah. Results have shown that it looks promising, but that could just be Ferrari blown. You know, yeah. And actually, Total Wolf came out this week and said that he thinks that Ferrari are going to totally punt 2021 already. Really? He thinks that they're going to punt 2021 and focus on 2022 and get the car. They're basically going to do what Mercedes did when they went to the kind of um, turbo hybrid engines that they have now. Mercedes punted a year. 
allowed Vettel to win. They didn't really compete in Vettel's last championship year, but they had gotten a year ahead of everybody else in development of that car. It would probably make sense. We're just we're, we're the, but the issue there is is that Mercedes can focus on the 2021 car, wrap up the 21 2021 season to start focusing on the 2022 car halfway through next year. I mean, yeah, but. but Ferrari needs to do something because it's been a disaster. So whatever they need to do, to get yeah, back. even I mean, if absolutely. it is, even if we do skip a year, I'm fine with it. Um, last little bit of news: Carlos signs in an interview, got real excited, and he said this is the uh, closest midfield battle in the standings he's ever experienced. Yeah. It is 1. right 5. now. It's great. We talk about Formula One point five now. If only they could extend that to the whole field competition. Yeah. I think they should just say, you know what, Lewis, you win the race, and just take just Mercedes. You win. You go race on your own. You go race on Monday by yourselves. Monday night, we'll just. You guys can run fast laps. We're just going to have everybody else race. It'll be fun. All right. All right. So, Kevin, do you have a pick yet? So, I have a question first. Okay. So, you. So these are the standings. Yep. There's there's 21 guys. Yep. Well, six well, of them have single-digit points. Yep. Or overall standings. Yeah. Yeah, they only give points to the top 10 drivers. So, to get a point, you have to finish 10th or better. And the reason there's Or 21... have a fast lap, but they only give that fast lap point if you also finish in the top 10. Hmm. And there's a reason there's only 20 drivers in the grid. There's 21 because we've had a couple of COVID or I don't even know what Lance Stroll's thing was, but we've had a, a, a like a substitute driver, like a backup driver come in. Right. Yeah. Think Lance, of a backup goal in hockey. Lance Stroll right. couldn't get off the toilet. And that is right. a real <laughs> but he also had COVID. That's not a joke. But he also had COVID. That's yeah. Great. So that was a nasty combo. All right. Yeah. All right. So, here, oh. you know, like I said, can't pick Hamilton, can't pick both us. I'm just excited to hear you pronounce some of these. Uh, you no, know, I found one I think I got, and which is why I'm picking them. You know who Kevin is? Kevin is, if you guys watch the Grand, the Grand Tour, the show mm-hmm. on uh, Amazon from oh, season yeah. one, Kevin is our American. Yeah. Kevin's the American. Yeah. I'll buy that. Right. I mean, I'm That's American. a compliment. I'll take it. I'm For American. <laughs> All right, so who you got, who you got on the podium? I'm, I'm going uh, Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's a, that's a good the, pick. Number one, he had, he had uh, right. he was on the, oh, oh, you went really on, well, you picked the guy who was in fourth there. Yeah, I told you, man. He I went, went by uh, Try not to sound like Yeah, Danny Rick was on the podium, uh, was on the podium last race, too, so that's a pretty good pick. That's a solid pick. He's had two podiums in the last three races. Yep. Cool. His signature move when he uh, gets on a podium. Puts the champagne in his shoe that he just wore and drinks out of it on the podium. I heard respect you, it. I heard you guys talking yeah. about that on yeah. one of the previous and, podcasts. That, yeah. That's weird and gross. A few but, years uh, ago, he was really good, and he was on a lot of podiums, and he actually um, got he had to stop for a while because he had some sort of thing like happening, like uh, an infection or like something. Like he got sick from being <laughs> yeah. disgusting? That's, yeah. that's shocking. It, not, yeah. not really, but yeah. <laughs> All right, Coy, who, who are you picking? Oh, you know, he's taking Danny Rick, which I think is a really good pick. I'm going to go with, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go Pierre Gasly. This I'll, happens every week. The, the guy that I'm going to pick, somebody else picks it. So Yeah. Well, there's only two of us, so. Well, but even before <laughs> when we had the other one. Well, yeah, I think you just looked at my nose before. Yeah, I do. I just cheat. Um, you know, I'm going to go with your, uh, your boy, uh, Charles Leclerc. I think that because the Ferrari team principal is gone, he's been running strong. Ferrari team principal is gone. I have always said that if, well, well, we won't get into that, but he's not going to be there. So I think that that there's going to be a little bit of uh, Ferrari's had some good showings the last few races too. Uh, It was Portugal. They kind of, they brought some upgrades. They seem to be a little bit better. They've seemed to be a little bit faster. They've seemed to really show a little, a little something that that they didn't have before, so I think I think a lot of it has to do with the stress is kind of off. That it's just kind Possibly, of you, yeah. you guys are ruled out. Yeah, it's kind of a mess right now. So the 
the weight's off the shoulders and they can just focus on driving and they're like, Hey, nobody expects us to actually do anything. And then, well, and then you saw Veto last week. Just, we we don't need to get into that. His team, RIP, his team, uh, really ruined his race. Poor son. All right. All right. Anything else on the open wheel? No, not a whole lot going on. Obviously, you're you're wearing the off season there, so you know, not really not not a lot to talk about. There. Anything we've already, that any news that there is, but there has been, we've already kind of talked about. But all right, and just to recap, that race is this Sunday. Yep. Um, I think all the practice and qualifying starts Friday, right? Friday, yeah, Saturday, yeah, Sunday. It'll probably yeah. be around six or seven a.m. I would imagine. Yeah. If you want to get up and watch, that, I know. watch. Thanks, though. It's a great way to you know, it's a great way to, to have your coffee, read the paper. You don't have to pay a lot of attention to it. You can kind of just throw it on and, and see what's happening. No, I think the mornings at this point in my life are for cartoons for the kids. But yeah. well, uh, See, I, I got my daughter it. into Formula One early, and that's now she wants to watch it. Well, that's what I did with my kids with NASCAR, but uh, you, you boys can keep the open wheels. All okay. right. Hey, don't be afraid to try it. Yeah. We'll see. All right. We will switch over to NASCAR now. Big yeah. race. Big, big race. race. Kind of big. Kind of boring. Before we get into this important, boring race. let's just boring. It was boring. It was, I, boring. it was exciting when I first watched it because of. Then it wasn't boring. But then when I so I when I, I went back and watched it again today, yeah, and it was terrible. But before we talk Context. about that, before we Context. before we talk about that, uh, Austin Cendrick did win the Xfinity Championship. He did. And it was an exciting finish. That was a very exciting finish. Yeah. All right, Kevin, you've been sitting over there. Take it away. Just just waiting, chopping at the bit to get in here. Yeah, that was an incredible finish. I mean, it, it took overtime to get that race done, which uh, isn't terribly surprising with, when the stakes are that high. But the move that Cindric was able to make going three yeah. wide to make that pass, I, I absolutely did not see that coming. No. Uh, he, he he had a strong car all day. He's been a, str- a strong driver all year, certainly. But in that particular situation, to be able to make that move, go three wide, make that pass at a track like Phoenix was uh, was pretty incredible. Yeah. yeah it was bold. You are in your element. Yeah, I you're, I love you're it. just – this is just – Hockey just, NASCAR just and Budweiser a, boys. I, yeah, I, I haven't seen you this passionate yeah. since the Christmas. No, you're, Christmas you're right though. <laughs> you're right though. It was it was a great move and it, it led to an exciting finish. Kind of fun. Uh, the the truck race. I watched the end of the truck race, but I honestly was, I was having some beer, so I don't really even remember who won. But what I do remember is, and, and we'll get to this, and I'll wait for this. But yeah, the uh, it was it was a the end of the the end of the Xfinity was was very really exciting. Mm-hmm, All sure. right, so moving on to the Cup Series, Chase yeah. Elliott won, and that's it, boys. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, beginning of the race. Well, start, let's let's yeah. go before the race. Let's let's start let's start, start pre-race. Chase fails tech inspection twice. Has starts back in the field, and I got to admit, as somebody who's a Chase Elliott fan, and I don't know about you, Kevin, but that kind of made me a little bit optimistic because I thought they're trying some stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there was a pre-race interview with Chase, and I think he said it the best, where it, the, the crew's job, the crew chief's job, is to push it as hard as you can. And if you're not yeah. pushing it as hard as you can, you're not trying, especially in a race like this. Absolutely. So, from that perspective, I, I would agree. And yeah. we kind of talked about this beforehand, that you know maybe NASCAR found two things that failed, but maybe he got away with eight other things. Yeah, right? well, then that's the thing, is you, you bring... you know, But he's not of, the only one to do that. You know every other driver Absolutely not. Yes. Absolutely not. Every every crew chief will do that. But he, what you see is a lot of drivers say they'll bring ten illegal things to tech. You might find eight, but those other two are going to gain him two or three tenths a lap, and that's enough to be way faster than most of the other, you know, yeah, to run guys down. To go from the end of the field to third 
by the 75th lap. Yeah, that it was, was it was before the 75th lap. Yeah, he before, was actually by. I just a, know at the end of stage one, he was still. I think it was the 27th lap. <laughs> he, was I know, the top. he was passing like three yeah, and four it was, cars. It was, it was under 60 laps that he made it to the top top four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he, I, I did see he caught a little bit of of you know blowback about that comment about the crew chief pushing it to the limit. But I think people. F- he was the only one to say it in a pre-race interview, but mm-hmm. every driver's crew chief is doing that. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And there was a there was a time where when when Jimmy Johnson was winning all his championships, they were interviewing Chad Knauss, and uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said, "It's it's my job to push it as hard as I can, and it's NASCAR's job to catch me." And that's that's absolutely right. If you're not pushing that hard, I mean, I agree with with what Chase was saying, and and, and like you said, Coy everybody's doing it. The fact that he's sure. willing to just throw it out there and say this is what it is. Uh, I, I think shows that he's, he's he's a smart driver and he knows what it takes to win in sport. It was, it was yeah. kind of like it's kind of like the PEDs in baseball that you know a lot of the big power hitters are doing it. It was just who was getting caught. Right. It's, not like PEDs. It, it's kind of like PEDs. I am just I'm trying to use a close reference and because everybody I mean, was juicing, but not everybody was. I get caught. it. That's probably the closest. I mean, you know, Gustafson's been around a while. He's won some races. Won some races at Phoenix. He's an experienced crew chief. He knows what he's doing. He knows those little things that they could have done, especially with this car, you know, mess around with the sway bar, do a little thing with body work here or there. And NASCAR's going to catch this and say, hey, come fix this. And the whole time, he's got something else that, that maybe, you know. I didn't realize he's been working for uh, Hendrick Motorsports for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, wow. he's been, been, he's been there for a while. Yeah. He was, uh, he was Gordon's crew chief the last few years of Gordon's run there before he took over. He ran those few at the, with the 88, but. Uh, yeah, he's been there a long time. So anyway, my, my context was about a boring race. When I was watching it live, it was exciting because of the potential outcome. We were getting a new NASCAR champion crown this year, and it, it was fun. It was exciting. It's like any time that you watch you know, a championship game. But when I went back and watched it and actually you know, for the second time and watched the driving, it wasn't exciting driving really. Minus Chase's you know, carving up the field to get to the, to the top four. Outside of that, there wasn't a lot of exciting, fun driving to watch. And uh, if this were Phoenix in the spring, totally, you're right. Yeah. Totally boring. But the fact that it included the four championship drivers basically running one, two, three, four most of the race was was pretty exciting. You know, you saw a lot of, there's a lot of, lot of maneuvering. You know, Joey Logano kind of dominated a little bit early. Uh, you saw Keselowski had a good car in long runs. He he made some things happen, but yeah, he he made a strong push at the end of stage yep. two. Yeah, um, yeah, he and yeah, he and he ran down he ran down Chase's car and, and passed him in stage two. Yeah, quite a move right there yeah. at the end of stage two. Yeah, to, to go on the low side and get around. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean the other thing is we haven't talked about it yet. Clint Boyer, Jimmy Johnson, their last races. I That's imagine true. we'll see Bo- we'll see Boyer in the booth for I think Fox and then yeah. I imagine we'll see Jimmy fill in here or there. Yeah. We'll see him in IndyCar next will. year. But, but yeah. Go- going back to the different cars though, you know, you kind of felt like that maybe the top four, the championship four, maybe had a slight edge. Uh we also saw Jimmy Johnson finish fifth, who's been a average twenty finish this whole season. Yeah. Maybe it's a little suspect. Mm-hmm. I know the announcers did kind of go into a discussion about how in this last championship race a lot of the guys that aren't in the playoffs or in the championship four, they don't necessarily give way to the championship four, but they race them much cleaner than if this was a race in the spring or if this was going into the playoffs. So it, it does change maybe the, the caliber of racing, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, you're going to get that. No, nobody wants to be that guy that's like, Oh, you know, Hey, Chase Elliott's carving up. And then I, I 
put them into the wall, and then there goes the season. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. And, yeah. and especially, you know, when you talk about Chase coming from the back of the field, I, I got that uh, push notification on my phone that he had failed twice and he's going to the back of the field. And at first it's it, it's something of a gut punch, right, because you think now he's got to drive by you know, all of these guys to get to the front. And it's it's the guys, you know, why, why are you starting 38th, 39th in the field, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you're a rookie or you're part-time in NASCAR. You're not one of the, the better drivers, right? Mm-hmm. And so – he's got to get around all of these guys and, and they got to race him clean. And, and, and that makes you a little bit nervous. But at the same time, Josh is exactly what you said is nobody wants to be the guy in NASCAR known for smashing into the side of the most popular driver uh, in the sport when he's, when he's trying to gain ground and go compete for a championship. So Chase had an incredible car. Uh, and yeah, I just want to stop you. I'd be that guy. You got to make a name somehow. You know what I would have liked to have seen? <laughs> for, for the two races then after yeah. that that you get to you race know before you you know set back like to, to Arca. What I would have liked to have seen is, and, and you talk about wrecking guys, and, and I think Boyer actually, I'd listened to a few things. Boyer had actually mentioned this. I would have liked to have seen Boyer pull a revenge tour this week. It's Just like, go after that everyone. was from Martinville, two, Martinsville 2010. That's Texas 13. I, I you know, would have, just, that would have, I just talked about a potentially boring race. Just, that would have made it just, exciting. Just whip some people around and just go until he can't go anymore. Yeah, you know that what would I mean? have been, that would have been funny. Just that see Boyer go full revenge tour and just take some folks out. That would have been fun. But, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was kind of a, you know, what? it actually kind of reminded me as a, as a fan of, of a multiple, of, of different racing series, it kind of had a Formula One feel to it. That last pit stop, although, it, that last pit stop between, you know, Logano pits early, Hamlin comes with him. You're thinking, okay, where are they going to come out? Chase is leading. Kozlowski stays out with Chase. They come in the next lap. Logano comes out, or, or Chase comes back in just behind Logano with about 50 laps or so to go, and he's got to run him down. He ends up running him down. In in the end, Logano had a bit of a vibration, and I think it helped Chase catch him and, and run him down. And get by him, but it had a kind of a Formula One feel to it a little bit, you know, kind of. Although, and I was texting with you, Kevin, towards the end, I kept thinking, Where's that phantom caution? Just, just waiting, it's for coming. It. Just I think everybody was, it's waiting just for that coming. One. Oh, Chase and, Elliott was waiting for it, yeah, yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he was talking, to, yeah. Uh, I was listening to his, yeah. I was listening to his, uh, to his, uh, to his radio, and he was talking about, Okay, what are we going to do when the caution comes here? Not what, not if. When? When? When it, when? when it comes out. When? What are we going to do when the caution comes here? How? What are we going to take? We're going to take four. We're going to take two. How are we going to do? You know, what are we going to set up the car like this? He was, and I think that's one of the reasons he he won is that he was he was anticipating. He was he was on his game. Yeah, he was pushing hard. Knowing three, they won three races out of the last five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. And ready. they were, and in two of those races, well, really all three at the Roval, Martinsville, and Phoenix, they were dominant. Yeah. And can we talk about for a second while we're on the sorry, I'll pop up new, a new one here? New it's okay. Uh, can we talk about for a second while we're on on the subject of uh, of pit stops? What happened with the number two crew? I mean, those mm. were some of the longest pit stops we have seen. They all screwed the him. Year. Yeah. They screwed him out of. And it was never yeah. it was never any one like the jack man did this or the, no. the rear tire changer did that. It just as a collective group, they just. I mean, how do you show up to yeah. a championship race and and basically take your guy out of it? The, the his last pit stop. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but his last pit stop was three seconds longer than Chase's, and Chase beat him in that race yep. by three seconds. Yeah, that, and you never know what's going to happen at the sure. end of a race, right? But I mean, all of his pits—you know—you're talking 16, 17 seconds no. for these, yeah. these so pit he, stops. What, yeah, he what, went. What, he went on? stage two. He went stage two in that great move on Chase. Mm-hmm. Comes out 
of the four drivers, the, the four, the four uh, final four drivers were one, two, were one through four. He comes out fourth because even though he went into yeah. the pits first, yeah. And this is under a caution. He goes in because of a bad stop. Yeah, he was his pit crew was just awful all day. Very odd. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Yeah. <laughs> Could not have wished it upon him. Or, honestly, you, you look up really believe it happened to a worse. Guy. Yeah, I no, I mean, I, I'm glad. Yeah, not, not I mean, but, at yeah, all. I mean, you know, about it. no, I'm not. Yeah, we talked last week. I wanted to see Hamlin or, or Chase win. I yeah, I haven't picked Chase win. You, you did pick Chase to win. I picked Hamlin. I so thought I that. Think uh, that caps off that I won our NASCAR. Oh, points. So you know, yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun. I'm, I'm. It was kind of a weird. NASCAR has had these moments where there's been these sort of passing of the torch moments. Richard Petty retires in '92. Jeff Gordon wins. And then you see, you know, kind of you move on and, and there's these these moments of, you know, Jeff Gordon and into Jimmy Johnson and then now Jimmy Johnson into Chase Elliott. I think you could be looking at some I mean Chase Elliott's only twenty four years old. That's incredible. And he's with That's incredible. one of the best he's, race teams. He's only oh, yeah. there's there's limited money. This is his fifth team. this is his fifth season. Yeah. And he's won a championship. And plus, no, November 8th is just a good day for him because in 2014, he won the Xfinity Series. Yeah. And then November 8th, 2020, That's right. he yeah. wins the NASCAR, yeah. right. NASCAR Cup Series. You're dropping some stats on us. It was just crazy that same day, sure. six yeah. years apart. No. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess Austin Cindric's Austin probably thinking, all right, if he did that, I can do it. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Cindric's yeah. a good driver. I'm, uh, I'm interested to see. Is he going to be running with Penske next year? No, is he staying in Xfinity? He is staying in Xfinity for yeah. one more year. And yeah. then I think, yeah. I think the year after that is when he's coming up to the, yeah. the Cup Series. I think they wanted to give him one more year down there. I could see him maybe doing run, a, a race here or there up in... Yeah, he, and, he, and he probably yeah. will, yeah. yeah. Is, is yeah. Penske going to run another car? They they get a contract coming up? Is that what's going on? Or? Do we know? I don't know. That, I'm not sure. Well, that'll be yeah. yet to unfold. Yeah, that's, that's two years from now, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so my, my NASCAR trivia for you is okay. what are the three families to win NASCAR Cup titles? Earnhardt's, Elliott's, and... Uh, I'm going to stop you there because you're wrong. Yeah, Earnhardt's, Dale, uh, Dale's dad didn't want to... Yeah, Dale Sr. never won. No, not Dale Sr. Well, Dale Sr. won. But yeah. Dale's dad didn't win. And right. I thought Dale's yeah. dad won. It's obviously the Elliott's... Uh, how do we stop? It's got to be. It's got to be like the Yarboroughs. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. What, 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 I, should, I should rephrase it. It's father son combo. Okay. Sorry. Father son combo. Yeah. Father son Brothers or something. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, obviously the Bushes yeah. both won. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of where I was thinking. So, ooh. Uh, f- to win races or to win championships? Win championships. Cup titles. Cup titles. I mean, yeah, Elliot's is obvious. Uh, man, I really thought Dale's dad won a NASCAR Cup title, but I guess that's not right. Um, hmm. Petty's. Lee Petty won. Lee Petty won one. All right, you got, two, you, got, you got two of the three. You name like every uh, family now. So you're yeah, well, like no, one no, there's, no, there's, one, yeah, there's, there's, one, that I'm, there's one that I'm, I'm missing that I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that, definitely them. Um, who's the third one? Ned and Dale Jarrett. Yep. Fuck. Oh, fucking Ned, fucking Dale Jarrett. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, how many stouts have you had tonight, Coy? Enough. 
Enough. Yeah, well, it shows. Maybe not enough. All right, let's get back to the race. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot this uh, <laughs> pretty hard to the left here, boys. So uh, one of the more exciting parts of the race, uh, at least for me, was the, the, the final pass with uh, the, the 9 and the 22. <clears throat> so 9's coming up on the 22. They're, they're in lap traffic, kind of try, trying to get uh, to one another. And uh, the, there's a vibration in the 22. Logano's talking to his crew chief. They're playing it over the broadcast, talking about how he's got a vibration. That was, and, that was just his nerves. Yeah. Oh, you think? <laughs> well, whatever, whatever it takes. But not not a fan of that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But, uh, Me neither. but yeah, you, you could see him getting a little bit loose. And I think, you know, you talk about the, the mind that Chase Elliott has, just kind of the racing instinct to be able to see that yeah. and, and recognize that and be able to get up on his bumper and get close enough to him. Because uh, as you boys know, with these cars, if you get one car right behind another, you yep. take all of that downforce off that real rear yep. spoiler and you're making a loose car even looser. Yeah. So Chase gets up on him for just a couple of seconds uh, in, into the corner, dives down underneath and makes the pass. I thought it was a, a pretty incredible pass. It was, a, it was a great pass. Great pass. And he'd done that before earlier in the race, too. He kind of got into the rear end of Legato, kind of give you know, just a couple taps, get in there, get him loose, send him a send him a pie on the track and, and, and go right. Go right down underneath him. It was a big, it was a great pass. I had, I was, you know, pumping the fist, cheering, yelling. I was ecstatic yeah, at that. And I just kept thinking, you know, and like I mentioned earlier, I just kept thinking the caution was coming. And and and, and listening to Chase's radio, he thought the caution was coming. Mm-hmm. I think everybody thought the caution was coming because NASCAR is famous for the caution coming late, but it didn't come. Yeah. Yeah, he I mean, drove off. He just drove away. He really did. He really I mean, did. there was, you know, I think Brad maybe could have ran him down. Maybe. I would have liked to have seen that. Brad was really good on the on long runs, and Keselowski seemed to be, from what I can tell, gaining on him. And that may just have been Chase knowing that he had a, I mean, at that time, was, I mean, he ended up winning the race by four or five seconds, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, he may have just, you know, kind of taken it easy. And, and but, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think anybody was going to beat the nine at Phoenix on Sunday. Yeah. One thing I will say about the race when you talk about it from an excitement factor is when we first started and the way that the grip that, that they had laid down on the top groove, that that yeah. was, that was the groove to go on. And so we're, we're really just racing in, in one lane at that yeah. point. Right. And so that, that was one of my big fears as this race started was, is this going to be one of those one groove tracks? Are we not going to see a whole lot of passing? Of course, it's also terrifying as a as a nine fan when he's at the yeah. very back of the field yeah. when we're talking about passing. But I mean, when you get to the top four, I mean, that's really uh, when when those four are up front and they're they're gunning at it for each sure. other. What kind of grooves are we going to have? And that was one thing that I thought developed nicely throughout the race, where where they really did they were able to get that second groove when a little bit of rubber got laid down on that track. And uh, turns out just from uh, from some of the post race stuff with the eleven with Denny Hamlin that that some of that rubber on the track made it a little bit more difficult for them to navigate. But mm-hmm. I thought it was nice that it made a second groove on the track and, and really gave gave the race a little bit more a little bit more excitement. It did. It, it, Hold it, on, what an analysis yeah, from no the sh- pass to the groove. Like who is this guy? Well, Usually he's just doing face first slides and men's league hockey yeah. with no visor on. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, no, I mean, he's this a, is I, one of my three you know, talents, boys. You know, it's who this guy NASCAR is? and beer. This is our senior NASCAR correspondent. <laughs> senior NASCAR correspondent. Well, yeah. But he's not older than you. <sighs> no one is, though. I'm good being the, hey, no, being the junior to your Timeless. Senior. Yeah. Timeless. There we established go. last week. Timeless. timeless. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I thought it was. I thought that the racing was a little bit better. It's interesting, you know, having this being the first year, having the championship race at Phoenix. Traditionally, it's at Homestead. 
for me as someone who's watched it forever, it was always in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I know that next year it's going to be at Phoenix again. After that, it's going to happen in the air. Yeah. So it's kind of going to, you know, kind of start some conversation, a little dialogue. What do you guys think? What tracks would you like to see if they maintain the same playoff format where you have a Final Four and go into one race and, and, and winner takes, you know, first of those four well, takes the championship? I'd, I'd like to see a more exciting race than Phoenix. And I get why they pick a race like Phoenix. It's because it's kind of a level playing field for everybody sure. mm-hmm. yeah. it might be boring but no one can say that it's you know if you if you did just a, a road track it'd be heavily favored to chase elliott if you did it at a roll hole or a short right but it, yeah the, <laughs> I, I don't know if the championships would be as pure no yeah yeah absolutely right. no yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's why they pick a race like that what i would like to see though and we talked about this um earlier coy is i'd like to see them abandon that it comes down to one race have your championship four and it comes down to three races a and it could be whatever. Maybe it's a short track, a roval, and a and a larger oval. And the the cumulative winner of that wins. That's that, not the question, Josh. But it's that's not the question. Well, it, you know, I like to think outside I'm the just box. Saying what tracks would you like to see it at? We can talk about that. I'm not trying to. All right, here. I'm not trying We're to. Bristol dirt track for the championship. No. <laughs> Jesus. See, you ask for go. an opinion. Again. I give. I give a great, well and thought a, out opinion. And that's an opinion, and everybody's entitled to opinion. Some of those opinions are wrong. That's a wrong. And opinion. And some of them are exciting. Yeah, Bristol say, dirt track, not exciting. I will say, I like. Uh, I, I at least like Phoenix over Homestead because we got the whole yes. race in with no mm-hmm. rain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one thing that, and it, it's like the 500 yeah. in, in in the spring, right? Like you you love that race, or I guess in February or a little bit before the spring, you love yeah. that race. But how often does it get rained out? That was at least nice to know. Yeah. When I'm sitting down, it's very unlikely that the, it's going to get rained out in the yeah. desert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- that also brings up a good point, though, is that. Being that the race, that the championship race is always in November, you're kind of limited to southern tracks. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, you're limited to. I mean, I really they say, just go I mean, if the northern track and let the yeah, course yeah. said he wants it to Texas. Well, I mean, I, I don't want it to Texas, <laughs> but I mean, if you if you eliminate the road tracks, think about California. Sonoma, whatever they call that track nowadays. That's, but Sonoma, that's really not but Sonoma is a wild card because... It's an option. It's a little bit further north, but it's also a road track. So eliminate that. California, that's not even really... I don't, they didn't race there this year, so that's not that's off the... Yeah. So Phoenix, Texas, Talladega. Atlanta. Atlanta. I really would love to see it back in Atlanta. They went back to Atlanta. I'd Homestead. Be okay that. Um, yeah. Daytona. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but then that means that... Daytona would get three races a year. See, I would yeah. love to see a start and finish not, Daytona. I would. I, I. I. don't think I'd like to see it at a super speedway, only because super speedways are so notorious for the big one, and mm-hmm. I don't want to see the championship influenced by, mm-hmm. you know, some joker who can't That's hold the, hold well, the line. And, yeah, you know. and I think I think what we saw at this race with the four championship drivers running out front, we've seen that before, and I think yeah. that's what we're going to continue to see going forward. Yeah. So they could potentially be in front of the big one. But to that same point, you're still throwing the caution. You're still starting over. Yep. And when you look, you know, we, we talked about already, just waiting for them to throw the caution at Phoenix so that they all bunch back up yeah, and Chase sure. Elliott can't run away with it. I mean, even if you're not in the big one, that's still heavily influencing the outcome of the race. So, right. so I would I would agree with that completely. Yeah. Don't want to see a super speedway, which, you know, I, I would love to see Atlanta again. For me, Atlanta was always the end of the, the season. Um, Atlanta Homestead really, you know, Homestead, like, like you mentioned about rain, it did produce good racing though. Mm-hmm. It had two grooves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Atlanta is not, 
terrible, but yeah, I mean, definitely not Texas. I just can't yeah, do not like a lot a, of. I can't do the homestead races where they're like twelve hours long because when yeah, I when I start a race, I crack open yeah. a Budweiser yeah. and I just keep going until the <laughs> end of the race. So, so what did Texas was this year was a bender for you. So did you do a Sunday through Wednesday? Yes. You know, you just race into you the Thursday. You got to do what you got to do. It was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday because we were. Yeah. It, it finished up right before we recorded. You recorded that. I was recorded that one. Yeah. That yeah. was the same. I was, out from I was sick that day. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. But yeah. To get back to your earlier question, I know that uh, as we were kind of discussing uh, the, the podcast tonight in general, we were talking about the point system and and, and kind of what we thought of that. So I'll give the floor back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can talk about your point. Since you never really answered my question, well, I already talked about it. I think I think got it got it across. I would like to see them not let it decide up to one race. I don't I don't want to revisit the topic we talked about last week, but yeah. I just think in, in auto racing, to have a format where it comes down to one race is ridiculous. I like it, Kevin. Sorry, um, <laughs> that was right. another beer cracking. Can't, can't do it quietly. No, that's um, our senior NASCAR correspondent. It, it's it's just not like other head to head sports because and I, and I will just quickly touch on it again. You're not just racing your direct competition. It's not one verse two. It's one verse two through two through thirty. So it, you you can't. I just don't think you can do a come down to one race. I'd like to see them go to the Formula One format where the towards the end of the season the races have more bonus points to them. Some sort of some sort of format like that I would not be opposed to. You know, we talked last week a lot about Harvick and him missing out on the final four, and I mean, let's just let's just say beyond that team was bad. They were okay at Kansas. They were good at Kansas. They could have passed Logano from at Texas, at Martinsville, at Phoenix. They're bad. He wouldn't have won the championship anyways. If he would have won at Kansas, Texas, and Martinsville, they they would, you know, who knows? I mean, but it, had, they not had, the, not, had they not had the playoff format, though, would he have won the championship? I mean, under almost every point system that I have seen or, or adjusted throughout the season – yeah, he would have won by a considerable margin. Well, why so. didn't he just win more races down the track? Yeah, I mean, I mean if yeah. you don't like it, play better. I, but I mean, that, yeah, but that's but that's yeah. the hard you know part, though. Yeah. Is that after you get your do one, better once you get your one race early in the season, what's your motivation? You're already in the playoffs. Right. So with, I mean, I you guess know, you well, I mean, the, the, the motivation the motivation is money. These guys are all. I mean, no no racer is going out there like, hey, yeah, one day Tuna. I mean, cool. Just living paycheck to paycheck yeah. as NASCAR yeah. driver, man. I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, these, these poor guys. Yeah, those poor <laughs> folks. No, I, I, part of me, part of me likes, I mean, this season is the first season I've actually really been, I think that the, the playoffs were fun to watch because you saw a driver come in and who really wasn't, I mean, Chase won what, five races all year? Three of which were in the last two rounds yeah. of the playoffs? Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, started dominating at the end. Yeah, he that team turned it on. It was really good when they needed to be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they definitely played to the to the system. Sure, in place right now, and and you can't you can't take that away from them. I mean, they did what they had to do to win. Yeah, and absolutely, it, it is a shame that we didn't see Harvick win the championship. I'll be the one to say it. I know you guys are Chase fans, but he was the most dominant driver overall this year. Mm-hmm. But given the rules. Yeah, you play well, the, you play the rules. Is. You play the rules as they are. Right, and it, it's not that dissimilar to other sports, right? No. I mean, when you're talking about going hard in the playoffs because the playoffs matter, and you, you kind of step up your game as you're getting into the playoffs. I mean, that that's not that so. The, the, like I said, sports. the big differentiator that I that I've been bringing up is that you're not just competing against one team in a playoff round. Each round, you're competing against the whole field, even the guys that are eliminated and don't have a chance. I'll give so, you that. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, that's that's yes. the, that's my big gripe with the playoff format in NASCAR. 
and we talked about it last week. Um, yeah, we we can get into it longer if we want to. In, in an yeah, I think I think in an off season episode, I, I've kind of been uh, in my head formulating some stuff about a really cool episode, kind of diving into the point systems, going all the way back and, and looking at it from when this chase and and the playoff format started in about two thousand three, all the way up to now, and how it would how it's been different. What would have been different had they gone by different point systems? Had they gone by, you know, I saw a table on Reddit this week. It was the F1 point system, which actually, which only awards points for the first through the 10th driver. And after that, you know, finishing 11th is equivalent to finishing 42nd. There's no difference. So it, it would have been kind of cool to see, you know, how that would have been. And, and, and in that format, Harvick would have won by 100 points and over uh, Hamlin and then Chase Elliott, I think, actually. Yeah. But I'm not sure. But, I mean, like I said, this format was put in place for a reason. The reason was they wanted to kind of draw competition close and make that last race very meaningful. In the context, that race, like we talked about earlier, if that race was the spring race at Phoenix, that race is boring, and we're just saying, oh, you know, Chase mm-hmm. ran a good race. But, you know, whatever. But the fact that it was the top four battling all race, and you saw some really good driving, you saw some passing, you saw some... I thought it was – I thought they got it right this year. Yeah, the, the last thing that I'll say about this is that even though I'm not the biggest Chase Elliott fan, I don't dislike the guy. I'm not a huge fan like you guys are. I think it's good for the sport for him winning. It is. I think NASCAR is is struggling to find viewership and maybe that youth movement that, mm-hmm. that other other sports are gaining. And I think Chase winning brings that that fandom back and that, that, that maybe like a little bit more people back into it. Um, well-established name in the NASCAR world. Uh, young guy, great personality. It's yeah. good for the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Is that NASCAR was missing that? And as much as I hate to say it, you guys are gonna NASCAR is missing that Lewis Hamilton. I'm sorry, the who? <laughs> no, no, I I don't know who that guy is. Lewis Hamilton. He's won a couple of Formula yeah, races, he's right? Won ninety two, and he's led Mercedes to how many constructors championships? Seven or eight. Couple. Anyways, we that NASCAR was missing that guy. They had some really good drivers. They had Kevin Harvick, great driver. They had Kyle Busch, great driver. But they were missing that that guy that really, if you want to market any sport, you want to market it to the younger generation of fans because those are who's going to hold on to it for for most of life. That's it was Jeff Gordon in the '90s, Chase Elliott is the it was Jimmy Johnson in the 2000s, is Chase Elliott now, and watching him win, I think you could see, I think you're going to see him win. I don't think this will be the only championship he wins. I would be surprised if it's if he doesn't win four or five more. So when you when you look at other sports, and and we'll go back a little bit, we, you know every sport kind of likes a good rivalry. So you had the Sosa McGuire home run, sure. home run race, um, in hockey the Crosby Ovechkin rivalry. Um, you look in football, maybe it was the uh, Brady versus Manning and Brady versus Breeze, and and Brady's played for so long that whoever the next quarterback yeah. is. So who is that competition to – who is that rival yeah. to chase? Who could be that rival? Because – Well, there, there was there's quite a bit of uh, yeah. of uh, John back and forth with him and, uh, and Joey Logano early yeah. this season. So that's like, – And, and Logano's – No. So that's not a rival. But, that's just but like that, everyone's but team chase. Does, do people that's like true. Tom Brady? Oh, yeah. People love Tom Brady. I, I mean, I think that – Oh, I think I think a lot of people hate him. I think a lot of people love him, though. No, I, I mean, think... I I obviously am. Just, can't, I'm being did you sarcastic. Just compare Joey Logano. No, I did not. No, no, I did not mean to make that comparison. I mean, I'm just saying that 
I know that people like Tom Brady. I'm just saying I can't stand Tom Brady. But I think I a, think I think a better could be for Tom Brady would be Kyle Busch. There's a ton of people that love him and a ton of people that hate him. Yeah, I would agree. And with he's that. good. And he's yeah. There's there's a lot yeah, of talent. But Tom there. Brady's like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Like Kyle Busch is not one of the greatest drivers of all time. Jimmy Johnson is a good comparison to yeah, yeah. to Tom Brady because yeah. I think Jimmy Johnson is a kind of I think it could work. Either way, you know, like I feel like there's there was there's so, a lot of people that really like Jimmy like Johnson. All right, yeah, so we're I feel like there's top, a lot of, we're getting yeah. off topic here. So, so who is that future rival for Chase? I mean, Logano's only 29, 30. Yeah. So from a competition standpoint, yeah. it could be him. But is that really a marketable rivalry that NASCAR is going to explore? No, I don't. I don't see know a single who that driver. Other guy, who, yeah. I think and, at this point, I think, like, I think in a few years, it's going to be Austin Cedric. It could be. It could be. But I think I hope. I, it I is. think I think a lot of that though has to happen organically, right? I mean, it, it does. It, it depends who who can come up, yeah. who, who he can bump and grind. It, I, it does. I realize. It yeah, I, I realize there's both sides to that coin, but it can't just be like hey, he's Austin Cedric is yeah. really good and you're really good, so hate each other because they might just be best friends. Yeah, and, and well, you yeah. got look. You look at the you look at the, the 24 and the eight back in the day, right? With with Gordon and, and Junior back in the day, mm-hmm. I mean that was a legit rivalry for a lot of different reasons. Um, and I think it was you know good drivers, popular drivers who just kind of got into it with each other. Um, I, I do think at the end of the day they were they were at least friendly to one another. But it was I, I feel like that was more of an organic rivalry. Yeah. So it, I, it it's hard to predict that, especially if we're talking about somebody who's not in the series yet, because it, he it, may get up and be a flop. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. And, and who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Just just a question I always like because people love a good rivalry. So sure. People well, I mean, and I oh, think, absolutely. I'm always looking for somebody to hate. I think one of the yeah. <laughs> I think and I think one of the drivers that's that's kind of around that age group who's going to be really good is Ryan Blaney. Mm-hmm. Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott are like best friends. Yeah, though. they're really close. Yeah, like that's yeah. not going to be a rivalry. Yeah, Blaney, Blaney's but, my brother's yeah. driver, so I, I don't know yeah. that I could you know. There's but you know what? There. The like through friendships though, that does kind of breed like a good a good uh, competition level between mm-hmm. you. Know, you might sure. be best friends with the guy, but like. If check. we're watching Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney for the next ten years, I'm gonna love that. That's gonna, gonna be fun. fun. Yeah, well, yeah. that's oh, gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you mix, and, and it could be longer. It is well, it probably will be longer than mm-hmm. ten years because in a NASCAR career, because they're both babies. Yeah, they're yeah, exactly. They're both so young, but I mean, you you could see, and I mean, I think Ryan Blaney will watch him for the next twenty years or so, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Chase will watch as long as Chase can maintain him. He remains at, especially if it remains at a team like Hendrick or, or a team of that level. Yeah, he's going to compete. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think Blaney has a very bright future in this Absolutely. in this sport. I mean, he's he's already shown that he can be a really really good driver. Yeah, and uh, he's driving for a team that to put two drivers in the championship this year. Yeah, and consistently is right there fighting for exactly wins every single exactly, game. and that's huge too because yeah. you know that's part of it, right? It's 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 half driver crew crew chief, and it's half sure. the funding and support and the cars that you can bring to the track. Yeah, and if you don't have both of them, it doesn't matter how good of a driver you are. If you don't have the equipment and vice versa, I mean that's huge. And so you make a great point there with Penske, yeah, being right. able to bring that kind of stuff to the track. Yeah, I mean look at what Penske does in IndyCar; he owns the series and Indy Motor Speed, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I mean, he's That's clearly helpful. invested in racing. Yeah. yeah. Roger Penske knows what he's doing. A little, little bit of money. A little yeah, bit of money. He's got a little bit of money. He's not living paycheck to paycheck. No, he is not. No, he's <laughs> not struggling. He's not struggling. And, you know, he, he's, he does really well in IndyCar, obviously. He's done yeah. well in so on the on the opposite end, going from the youth to the more veteran status, a guy that's about half of Coy's age, Denny Hamlin, uh, he's 39, 
do we think that he's going to win a championship before his career is over? So I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. This was something that I was hoping that we would cover tonight. Um, he, that that's a hard question. That's it a is very a hard, hard question. question. I thought this year was I, his best chance. I, I think so too. And, and, and so really, and I, I don't need to dodge the question or, or, or to pivot or anything, but I, I think his future is very up in the air right now because I think Coy nailed it that this was his best shot to do it. And and I'm kind of curious, does he still go down as, as one of the better drivers in NASCAR without a championship if indeed we find ourselves there when I, he's retiring? I think, is he a junior I, Johnson type type driver? Yeah, I, I think I think people will consider him one of the better drivers of this era. There's plenty of athletes in other sports that never win their coveted championship that are still recognized as a great athlete in their sport. Um it's wishful thinking. I, I hope he does. I, I think everybody universally likes Hamlin. He's yeah. not. He's not like a hated driver. He's not the worst. He's no, yeah. no. And it seems, but but it seems like by the time you pivot to ownership, kind of, you know, because next year he's starting that venture with with Michael Jordan with Bubba Wallace's car, the twenty three. Mm-hmm. You know, by that time it seems like me. I, I don't want to take anything away from him. Gibbs. Cars have obviously been good. Kyle Busch has been good. Won the championship last year. Yeah, you know? yeah, I remember. Can he, Can Hamlin? He can. Will he? I, the thing I mean, is, I don't is that know. how much longer is he going to race? This move with with sure. Michael Jordan and Bubba Wallace seems like he's setting himself up for the future, which exactly. is which is smart. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock him on that, mm-hmm. but sure. But how much longer is he going to race? Yeah, I mean, well, he's I, racing full time, focused on driving and winning, and he's not been able to do it yet. Realistically, what are the chances that he's going to be able yeah. to do it now that he's got kind of the split venture well, going on? I'm going to say, yeah, he can do it. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he can do it absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you know, this, but Michael Jordan has a little bit of money that he can put into that. Yeah, I heard he's got like a shoe brand. Yeah, he's that, got a shoe. Uh, like some people like. Yeah, uh, he um, has a shoe. Uh, you guys should check it out. But he, um, it, it reminds me a lot of when Gordon kind of did that that joint venture with Hendrick that was Jimmy Johnson. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, Gordon was and made a ton of money on Jimmy Johnson. Gordon mm-hmm. was part owner of that team for most of his, I think, most of that, most mm-hmm. of Jimmy Johnson's uh, run with Henry. But it, it kind of reminds me of that. You know, and Gordon was still competing. I think Hamlin will still compete. Will he win a championship in this format? You just never know. I, I thought that this year would have been his chance to really get it done. Surprised that they were. Just not – they just didn't seem to have the speed on, on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, isn't that kind of bad, though, that he finished top four and we're talking he didn't have the speed? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, when, I mean, when yeah, you're competing but, for a championship yeah. and you're in fourth place out of yeah. four, man, you that's know, last yeah. place. Last yeah. week I was looking at – like, we were talking about, like, oh, Keselowski kind of limped into the, the final four. Like, no, he definitely didn't. Like, well, he was good. All year. Not limped in. He's kind of – we were saying he snuck in. Yeah, he we, we were saying radar. he top five his way in, which he, he was just good. He was a good driver. He was consistently good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, he was consistently good. And he was – I think he was the only car, and we, we mentioned this, just I think he was the only car that could have beat Chase on, on Sunday. But. Mm-hmm. So that's really all we have for, for NASCAR talk. Um, the little bit of NASCAR news that I had, though, was we all thought that, you know, Jimmy Johnson going to IndyCar. We're not going to see him, you know, racing with other NASCAR guys for a while. Well, Hendrick Motorsports announced that him and Chase Elliott are running the 24 Hours of Daytona. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, I, I love really that race. That is one of my favorite races of any motorsport across the year. I absolutely love that race. I want to go to that race and do the infield. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. But I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to I will say as a race fan, that is one of the few races I have never watched. I've watched Lamar. I've watched – and I've paid attention. I've watched – 
one year I watched them all. Like I had it on. I didn't watch the whole thing. I had it on. Lamar has changed so much now. Though. It really has. But I've but I had it on the whole time. I've watched some. You know, some of the some of the tour, some of the uh, supercar stuff, some of the um, the the the, the Formula Drift stuff you were talking about, and some of the the off road um, cars. That, that I've watched di- all kinds of different different formulas of race, but I've never ended up watching the 24 hours of Daytona. 24 hours of Daytona. I will watch it this year. 24 hours of Daytona is fun because it's at Daytona International Speedway. It's part oval, part road track. Yep. It always rains. And a lot of people yep. are like, oh, rain, these cars, they just go through. Yeah, they don't care. It doesn't matter. That part is incredible. So, yeah, it's awesome. They're not red flagging the yeah, race yeah. for that. So it's it, pretty so fun is it, to watch. The, so how many man te- like is it is it like Le Mans where you have three and four man it's teams? It's three and four man teams, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And, and sometimes they will red flag it if it gets too bad, but for the most part, well, if it's run, yeah, yeah, if it's pouring down right. But yeah, that, that is yeah. That, that is fun. Do we know what? Do we know anything drives. about like what team hit? Like, I mean, obviously they don't run because that twenty four hours I of Daytona is at the same. It, it runs like, in the same sort of endurance car series, series yeah, yeah, as as Le Mans. And so I don't know what cars they're going to be driving. Yeah, I really don't know. I don't know if they've announced that yet. I would imagine they're probably going to be in the Corvette. That would be my guess. Like, that was kind of what I was I was driving. Yeah. At, is I'd, I'd like to see them. That'll probably be a pretty popular Corvette. Yeah, and you usually get a lot of NASCAR drivers that yeah. kind of sneak in there. Not people mm-hmm. know that, but it's an exciting race. So check it out. Um, last bit of motorsport. I guess it's motorsport. I should. I don't know. We could, I could get into it in another episode. But Formula Drift final final round is uh, next weekend at the House of Drift. House of Drift at Irwindale Speedway. So I had a few people reaching out asking questions about that. What did I say? Irwindale. Yeah, Irwindale. I don't know. Where, where's that speedway? It's in know. California. It's in Irwindale. Yeah, it is a... Uh, no kidding. <laughs> it is a speedway that pretty <laughs> much pretty much just hosts drift events. Really? But it's nicknamed as the House of Drift. So nice. it's cool. always exciting. Um, I had a couple of people asking questions after I talked about it last week. I could get into it in a, in a minor segment you in the do, off season at some you, point no, but, get um, into it you, as much as you want to yeah so for people that are trying to check it out i wouldn't even consider really motorsport it's more of an extreme sport is probably the best way to put it we'll put it more in lines if it gets like freestyle motocross yeah. but anyway that's coming up not this weekend but the following weekend so we can cool. touch on that in. cool so yeah we've got uh turkish grand prix this weekend and uh congrats to chase that was a that was a hell of a ride. That's I, I I was telling Josh off air last week that I have not personally witnessed a driver win a win a championship since uh, Kimi Raikkonen in two thousand seven. So it's been a while. Okay. Like a driver that I'm a fan of, where I've like paid attention all season to their race and like watching Chase win was it was fun. Yeah, it was special. It's a good race. Well, that should about wrap it up. I think that's uh, that's, uh, that's uh, is that the fifth crack? Yeah, that's a good there? that's yeah. a good fifth crack. Sorry, boys. No, do not apologize, Kevin. What do you say? That's the sound of freedom coming out of the beer can. That's exactly right. That is exactly yeah. right. No, uh, thanks for listening. You guys can uh, be sure to review, like, and review. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, you can find us on Twitter at ATC Racing Pod. You can find us on Instagram at ATC Racing Pod. We will post the beers we had tonight. Like to thank our new senior NASCAR correspondent, Kevin. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, again, like Kevin kind of started off a big thanks to our veterans. It is Veterans Absolutely. Day, so thanks for the service that you guys have done for us and and you know everything you sacrificed for us. We, yeah, you know, we're able to do stuff like this because of you guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much to the veterans. I, it's it's a it's a special day. I try to always read and read and and 
spend it memorializing something. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's an incredible sacrifice being away from sure your family, is. your friends, being away from this country, getting deployed somewhere else. And sure is. I mean, we can't begin to wrap our heads around it. So I just just a huge thank you. I, it's hard to express the thanks that this yep. nation has for you all. So thank you so yep. much. Yeah. You got anything else, Josh? What hat are you wearing tonight? That's the last thing I got to talk about. I've been looking, I know, at, it, I've been looking I at it all night. It's, what is this? It's, it's not a, the Pirates hat. It's a Braves hat. So, I got a, so I got a Braves week, hat. This week on Random Hats that Coy's wearing, uh, it's Atlanta Braves hat. You Atlanta know, Braves he, hat. He was, a, he was a Pirates fan last week. He's a Braves fan this week. He's not a fan. Next week, it's a hat. Next week, he's going to be. It's a hat. He's not even going to be an LA Chargers. It's going to be a San Diego Chargers fan. No, I don't wear football hats. Right. I might wear a Padres hat. Although, no, I wouldn't wear a Padres hat. We'll see. We'll see if you show up with a you know, football you know, hat. Do you want to know who's a bra- big Braves fan? Like, oh. diehard Braves fan? Probably Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott is a diehard <laughs> Braves fan. I am not even oh, joking. Oh, the last thing. Dawsonville, Georgia. Oh, awesome. speaking, speaking of Dawsonville, I know we arrived with the NASCAR. How cool was it that they let him drive his NASCAR? That was <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. So, Bringing the siren. Like, awesome. it was really cool to the see siren. them. Yeah, say it right. Oh, yeah. Siren. <laughs> to, to see them see them cutting to the, to the pool hall in Dawsonville and then see him. Doing donuts in the town square, being involved in the parade, it was really cool. All right, so if you guys can guess the hat that Koi's going to wear next week and you message me on Twitter, he'll send you that hat for free. That's not true. I heard it. No, I hey, you know it what? I heard it. You know what? If you can, send – you have to DM Josh before Wednesday of next week. If you DM Josh, guess the hat I'm going to wear. Just DM the ATC Racing Pod Just Twitter. Just DM ATC Racing Pod or Twitter or Instagram. You DM the hat. If you can guess right, I will send you the hat. All right. I'll send you the hat. I, I'll, 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 I'll even write you a sweet little note on the inside of the hat. Yeah, how, keep, how can you pass that up, people, folks? People may not want that. But <laughs> now, Koi is the only person I've ever met that has a hat collection bigger than I Oh, my, I mean, my, I have so many hats. I have so many hats that. I can. I probably over a hundred or two hundred. Maybe know. we'll do an episode on hats. Yeah, let's hats. do it. I'm, I'm gonna set that one out, boys. Good luck. Yeah. Oh no, no. no. Who, who's gonna drink? 72? We need the senior NASCAR. Who's course gonna one. drink seventy-two Budweiser yeah. while we do it? I mean, well, that's true. If yeah. We're gonna talk about hats. How many beers did you drink during this podcast? I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna. You had six beers during this podcast. A good six, if not more. Well, you know, I'm well, not. Don't worry, guys. We're on the hats. I'm not judging. I'm impressed. Don't worry, guys. We'll post picture of all the beers kevin drank <laughs> not just the type of beer it's great thanks yep. guys all, all right. right well everyone thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week thank you